For Delaware State of the Arts, I'm Andy Truscott. My guests today are from Sodelo, the Southern Delaware Orchestra. They're Jim Anderson, their music director, and Steve Greifer, board president. Sodelo is a string orchestra whose mission is to provide a welcoming environment for musicians in Southern Delaware to learn, play, and perform classical music, enhancing the richness of the cultural offerings of the region. Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining me today. And as we kick off here, I wonder if you can talk to me about how Sodelo came to be. Sure. Sodelo has an interesting history, although a short one. I moved down to Southern Delaware a little over a year ago, and I had played in a community orchestra up in Westchester, New York. And I wanted to continue to play when I got down to Delaware. So I put up a couple of posts on Facebook and got about 50 or 60 responses from people who wanted to play string instruments and string music. One of them was Eva Delgallo, who is uh, our co-founder, along with Jim and I. And uh, she said, forget about quartets, let's start an orchestra, which is something that she had wanted to do. She's a, a music teacher. She teaches violin and cello down here and saw the need, saw the white space, we pulled things together, and from those initial posts in February, our first rehearsal was in May. We needed a music director, and Jim will talk to you about how important he is as a music director and how important the role is. But we had the bright idea of calling up the head of orchestral studies at University of Delaware and asking him if he had any students that were qualified to lead us. And uh, we chatted for a little while, and Jim volunteered. Uh, to lead us himself. And as it turns out, he has a great background with community orchestras in addition to leading professional orchestras and leading college orchestras. So we were all very aligned on the vision and we were very fortunate to have Jim on board. Jim loves to drive, it turns out, so which turned out to be very fortunate because he drives about 90 minutes each way to conduct us at rehearsals each week. So. Jim, go ahead. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about how you got into the field and then how you discovered Sodello? Yeah. Well, as Steve mentioned, I was approached by Steve and Eva, and they were asking if I had some students that might want to lead them. But I have had a lot of wonderful experiences starting community orchestras. And there's something really special about engaging with people who are there purely for the love of music. And it's, it's a cross-section of that community. In Sodello, we have musicians ranging from middle school students all the way up to those who played an instrument 30, 40 years ago and are now retired in the community. And so this sort of ensemble is really quite special. We service several different components within the community, right? So we provide an ensemble experience for those musicians who would like to play string orchestra music. We also perform for the public. We've had really wonderful success, and I think Steve will probably talk about that um, with our concerts. And then we have all sorts of opportunities when we can partner with local organizations and, and businesses within the community. And so all those sort of things are, are very appealing to me as a conductor. You both have mentioned the term community orchestra. Can you talk to us a little bit about the difference between what a community orchestra is and what a professional orchestra is? 
A community orchestra really tries to reflect its its neighbors, right? We are a great cross-section of, of different people coming from a variety of disciplines, all with we're unified as a musical family that likes to express ourselves through orchestral music. It's a completely volunteer organization. People are there because they they believe in, in our mission. They believe in this idea of the value of music for a community. And um, I'll just mention, I'm, I'm in my 12th year at the University of Delaware, and I've always been aware that down in Southern Delaware, there aren't really the infrastructure set up for string music in particular, right? And so there are very few programs within the public school. We have some excellent string teachers in the area. So there are private studios in the Music School of Delaware, but there is no outlet for people to come together and make music in a large ensemble. And so that was one of the, the driving forces for creating this group. Um, but in terms of, of a community orchestra, I think it's, it's about, you know, we try and reflect the values of that community. We choose music that somehow shines a light on the activities that can be found within Southern Delaware, right? And we are featuring soloists from within that region. And so we're trying to reflect back the values and the artistic sensibilities of, of Lower Delaware. One of the other things about being a community orchestra, and I guess there are some community orchestras where there are auditions and where only people at a certain level are able to play. We are a non-audition orchestra and people come, often dust off their instruments after a long time, or we have folks that may have had lessons and never had an opportunity to play in an orchestra before. And the, the word welcoming in our mission that you kindly read for us is a really important part of our community as musicians. So a we're a community orchestra in that our group of musicians is a community and we're very open and we share the same vision and the same love for music. But we also want to serve the broader Delaware community and the music lovers there and to really be part of the cultural scene and one of the other things that I think attracted Jim and on some level really attracts all of us is to really make some inroads into providing educational opportunities for people to learn more about classical music, to be attracted to it, and maybe ultimately to get it into the public schools and into the private schools and make it part of our community and culture. And it sounds a lot like what you've both been saying is that this was an opportunity to create an organization that at the forefront served the musicians that needed an outlet to play. A little different from what we hear sometimes with arts organizations where they've identified a quote unquote audience that wants something and creates an organization around that. Yeah, absolutely. And the audience really has grown. The excitement around our existence has grown. Um, we've really learned, it, we keep using the word community, but there's also a community of presenting organizations like coastal concerts. There already is classical music that's being presented in the community. There hadn't been classical music that was being performed by community members. And the people that are already here have gotten behind us, helped spread the word, helped to grow our membership. And that's been a huge part of our success. Our first concert was sold out 
and at capacity. And then we moved to a larger venue and it was also sold out and at capacity. And now we're moving to the Rehoboth Convention Center on March 19th for our next concert. We've had such incredible support also from um, soloists who have wanted to be a part of our organization. And for our March 19th concert, we will be featuring cellist Bob Cafaro from the Philadelphia Orchestra, a remarkable cellist who will be performing Haydn's um, cello concerto in C major. He will be giving a pre-concert lecture at 2 o'clock at the Rehoboth Convention Center, and then the concert's at 3 p.m. It should be an extraordinary event. For those that might not know why that's so unique or interesting, do members of the Philadelphia Orchestra typically go out into other communities and play like this? Professional musicians within the region have an understanding of what we are trying to do by creating a new artistic entity and Southern Delaware, and their support has been remarkable. So I do think that that's fairly common, that people, when they recognize the need, are very quick to offer their services in a way that, you know, we are a very beginning organization with, with a budget in its very early form. And so we don't quite have the resources yet, um, but people recognize that this is a powerful artistic venture and they want to get behind it. So the support's been remarkable. I want to take just a moment here to remind our listeners that you're tuned in to News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. As we've been talking about this concert coming up on March 19th, as you mentioned, it's Rehoboth Beach Convention Center uh, with a member of the Philadelphia Orchestra. What else gets you excited, right, about this upcoming performance? Well, what's exciting about the performance is that it really continues to build for the orchestra and the community in all of the areas that are important to us. So we know that we're going to have our largest audience ever. We're doing a lot of work from promotion and and our orchestra members are out there helping us and we've got great press coverage. And so we know that we're gonna continue to grow our audience and grow access to the community. We're playing more difficult music and we're making great progress. And um, I would be remiss if I didn't say that Jim is not only a great guy and a great music director, but he's a great teacher. And he has wonderful ways of bringing us along and making all of us better musicians than we were before. And now he's had three concerts to work on us. And every one of us is a better musician than we were when we started. So we're also related playing more ambitious music. And this, we had some wonderful soloists at our Christmas concert, but to be able to play with somebody like Bob from the Philadelphia Orchestra, not only does that help attract our audience, but our internal community, it's just such a thrill to be able to rise to that level and rise to that occasion and learn from Bob, who happens to have a really interesting story of his own with his own career and is a really you know, kind and helpful and generous musician and person as well. So it's really exciting to see us continue down the path and lay the foundation for being around for a long time. That's another point on the community orchestras. Community orchestras become part of the community and they last for a long time. We have a core of musicians, myself included. I sit quietly in the back of the second violin section, try not to play in the rests. You know, we have a lot of people that are going to be there for a long time and that are going to be part of this. And 
that's been great also because we've seen that continuity. People are now playing in their third concert. But then we have people like the students that Jim was talking about who are going to be with us for a few years, and then they're going to go off and develop their careers and you know, hopefully develop their music. Some will come back, some won't. So that's really been exciting also, is seeing that dream and vision in established community orchestra that will stay and grow. We're really gaining momentum there. How has Sodello grown in its first year and what plans are you most ambitiously looking forward to in the future? Well, our first concert, I believe we had 25 members uh, in the orchestra. For our December program, our second program, we had grown to over 30. I think as we look further down the road, two, three years from now, we'll be a full orchestra, no longer just a string orchestra only. And I firmly believe, you know, 20 years from now, we're a thriving organization. 50 years from now, as Steve said, we will become a corner of the artistic community that resides in Southern Delaware. And so I think we have big ambitions to continue to grow both in size and ability and in scope of projects. We hope to feature local soloists, local composers. All these activities are are meant to embed us within this wonderful community. We've also continued to grow our audience, as we talked about a little bit, and hope to see that continue. And we've been scoping out additional venues to follow, you know, to play in as we continue to grow. Um, Another thing, we just had an artistic advisory committee meeting, and one of the things that we really focused on was planning for our upcoming public concerts, but just as importantly to many of us, planning for our community outreach. We've approached schools already and we have relationships and we wanna go play for elementary schools and high schools and help grow interest and excitement. So we're gonna play at the Rehoboth Convention Center. Eventually we'll play at, um, at Cape Henlopen High School and other larger venues, but it's just as important that we use some of our time to reach out into the community and start to develop the seeds for both the audience that we'll have, who will enthusiastically, we hope, continue to join us, and for the members of the orchestra. It's important to us not just to grow our audiences, but to continue to grow the orchestra itself. And we are always welcoming to people to come out. And if people are not sure if they want to play or if they are able to play at the level that we're all playing, come on out and give it a try. You know, sit in and play for a few times and see if you're comfortable. Um, I mean, that's how I got involved in the community orchestra. If I had had to audition for it, I never would have gone. Because the Westchester Orchestra was so welcoming, I went and I found that I could be part of it. And then just as Jim, helps all of us grow as musicians, the orchestra there helped all of us grow as musicians as well. So we're very welcoming and we'd love this to bring more people to the stage as well as more people to the venue itself. And I would add that we have wonderful uh, success uh, with, with people who wanted to help join the organization in terms of serving on our board, um, helping us with concert promotion. And so even those that aren't playing an instrument, there's opportunities for the community to become involved. For those that are interested in being involved, I'm assuming that you all have rehearsals, have sit-ins in which they can get to know the orchestra, get to know those that they're playing with and really figure out if this is a fit for both sides. 
Um, when do those occur? What should they expect from them? So we rehearse on Tuesday nights from 6.30 to 8.30 at the Cheer Center, the Harbor Lights Cheer Center in Lewis, Delaware. And all our rehearsals are open. We're, we're always inviting the public in and um, they can learn more about us through our Facebook page and through our website. Which has all kinds of information on everything from our programs to volunteer opportunities to our history, et cetera. So we would urge people to take a look at that and then um, look up Sodello on Facebook. And we have a Facebook page there as well. Um, so th those are our main uh, social media outlets. As we start wrapping up here, I want to pay attention to one last thing, which is your August concert coming up here at Epworth United Methodist Church. Um, if they can't make the March 19th show, this August 5th performance is your opportunity to hear the orchestra. What is that performance entail? What's exciting about it? And why might they want to come out and see you? Well, I think all of our concerts are exciting. And, and um, you know what's interesting about our schedule is we're currently in a mode where we're offering three concerts a year. I can see that changing in the future. Our summer concert has the elements of a wonderful pops concert where we'll include repertoire, uh, standard repertoire, things from the great songbook, Broadway shows. Uh, it, it tends to be a pops-oriented program, but it's also a great way to celebrate the, the close of the summer season. So we decided to place our, our summer concert later. Well, our, our August concert is aimed not just at our local community, but our broader community of tourists and visitors and people who are vacationing, as well as the people who live here. So not only are we a staple for the folks that live in Southern Delaware, but we want to be part of why people want to come to Southern Delaware and to be part of that cultural scene. Yeah, and I think the program becomes an eclectic mix of great orchestral standards and uh, pops, uh, more pops-oriented pieces, things from the, the American Songbook, Broadway shows. And so there's something for everybody. And, and it's fun for the orchestra also. I mean, you know, most of us who have played in orchestras have played classical music, um, some of which the audiences recognize and some of which they don't. But there's something about playing Gershwin and there's something about playing Stephen Sondheim and all those other parts of why we love music. And we want to bring that to the community. And again, our, our internal community of musicians as well as the community we live in. We've come to the end of our time. And so Jim and Steve, thank you so much for joining me today. To learn more about Sodello and their upcoming events, visit www.sodellomusic.org. Again, that's S-O-D-E-L-O music.org. Delaware State of the Arts is a weekly podcast that presents interviews with arts organizations and leaders who contribute to the cultural vibrancy of communities throughout Delaware. Delaware State of the Arts is provided as a service of the Delaware Division of the Arts in partnership with News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. The Delaware Division of the Arts, a branch of the Delaware Department of State, is committed to supporting the arts and cultivating creativity to enhance the quality of life in Delaware. 
Together with its advisory body, the Delaware State Arts Council, the division administers grants and programs that support arts programming, educate the public, increase awareness of the arts, and integrate the arts into all facets of Delaware life. To find out more about the division, visit arts.delaware.gov.